0: Super duper. So yeah. So today what we want to really speak about is, is mindset and sort of the mindset that it takes to to achieve something and, and a couple of things that you'll go through um, in terms of difficulties and problems and you know how to resolve them really um, with yourself. You know. So first and foremost, the, the mind would always fail before the body. Like any sort of physical task that you will undertake, like your mind will always fail before your body. Like your body can undertake so so much and. I think just knowing that is is a very very good thing to know is that you know a lot of the time that the struggles that you have are are not are not hugely physical they are 90 times 90 99% of the time they're they're mental and I think just understanding that and knowing that and when for example obstacles will come up because they always will come up is knowing that it's more than likely to be a, a mental obstacle so if we for example take a step back and we try and give ourselves 5, 10, 15 minutes to go out for a walk or, or do something and try and take our wet mind away from the situation, then generally we, we get through that situation. Um, so it's knowing that a lot of the obstacles that we face when we, we undertake a physical challenge, for example, like a prep or a diet or something like that is, is again, it's, it's mostly mental. Like the biggest challenges are mostly mental, overcoming the fact that friends, want, you know, friend, friends are putting pressure on you, overcoming the fact that you know, potentially, you know, you're putting pressure on yourself. Again, like the, the biggest challenges are always mental. They're, they're never physical. And as I said, the mind will always break before the body. So having a strong mindset is, is going to be massively, massively, massively important. So making sure that we've got a really strong mindset and, and, you know, how do we develop a strong mindset is obviously something that we're going to talk about today. Um, and the first point of call cool always has to be put a goal in place and understand your why, okay? So there's a saying that a man who, or female, a person who understands their why can overcome any how. So what that means is that if you understand why you're doing something, it doesn't matter how you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. So he who understands his why can overcome any how. So when you put a, first of all, you have to put a goal in place, okay? You have to put a flag in the ground and work towards that flag. If you don't have a goal, then switch off now because it's useless the rest of this call. So you have to have a goal. You have to have something in place that you're aiming towards. Otherwise, what are you? You're aimless. So you have to have a direction. Otherwise, again, you're directionless. So we have to stick a flag in the ground and say, right, we are doing this or we are going for this or we are going to achieve this. As I said, you have to have that because then you can put steps in place to achieve that. Once you've got that goal and once you've got your, um, like your flag in the ground, you have to then put some reasons as to why that's important to you. Why, why is you achieving that goal important? Because when we break down the essence of it, like you're, you're probably not going to receive any sort of massive financial reward. You're probably not. Just mute your mics, guys, Coming on now, please. Um, when, when you put that goal in place, like you're probably not going to. If you don't achieve it, for example, very little will change. If you put a flag in the ground and you don't achieve it, you probably say, all right, you know what, I'll go on to something else. But if you re- write your reasons why it's important to you, you'll be a lot more likely to achieve that goal. So for example, if your goal is, right, I want to be a, a prep coach, for example, like, let's just use that for example. I want to be a full-time prep coach. Again, which people come to me quite often for, you have to write down, well, why is that important to you? Why, why is being a full-time prep coach important to you? Is it a financial reward? Is it, for example, you don't like your nine to five? Is it, for example, um, you wanna spend more time with your kids? Is it, for example, you want freedom of work? Like just to say, oh, I wanna be a full-time online coach. It's just not enough. You have to delve a little bit deeper as to why that's important to you. And if you can do that, again, as I said, you'll be a lot more likely to succeed because what it does, for example, is when, when you understand your why, you can start on those difficult days to say, right, well, actually, why did I start this? Why, why was it important to me? Is that still important to me? You can assess as to, is, is it still important to you or not? So to, to create a very good mindset to start with, you have to understand your goal and you have to understand your why. Because there is a genuine thing that if you understand your why, you can overcome anyhow. And there's been many, many times in, in my life that I've had like shit days and difficult days and I've had to go back to my why. I've had to go back and say, right, well, why is that important to me? and again i'll give you some real life scenarios here one of my why's is because i wanted to make or allow my dad to retire from his job so what one of the reasons that i was trying to pick up more clients trying to expand the gym trying to do this and that was so i could give my dad a job where he didn't have to work all the time and that was one of my why's so on the difficult days where i didn't want to get up and i didn't want to answer clients and i didn't want to go to shows and i didn't want to sign didn't really want to talk to that new gym member like I always just thought, right, well, why am I doing this? Why do I need to go and speak to that person? Well, it's because I want to make sure that my dad has the best quality of life when he gets older. That's just an example, okay? Obviously, your why will be different, but you always have to hone in on your why. Why is it important? Because it's easy to do it when they're motivated. It's easy to do anything when they're motivated, but motivation isn't always there. It always dips up and down. So, again, addressing back to your why, why is it important to you, is going to be one of the main factors for you creating a strong mindset and just doing it regardless. And that's another saying that I use all the time to myself is just do it regardless. Like, okay, I don't really want to do that. Just do it. I, um, I don't really want to get my steps in. Just do it regardless. Like that's something that I tell myself all the time, just do it regardless. And and that is another sort of little tip that I, I give myself and, and ask myself all the time. The second point okay, that, that helps me and helps other people who are around me create like a, um, like a no options mindset is setting non-negotiables. And that's something that I know people have spoke about in the past, um, but not a lot of people do, okay? They don't set non-negotiables. So for example, at the moment, people will know that I'm dieting. And at the moment on my non-negotiables list is I don't eat off plan until Saturday evening and I'll have one meal off plan. That's a non-negotiable, okay? So if my friends ask me out on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, I say, yeah, I can come, but I'm going to bring my own food. And again, for people who have done you know, contest prep and stuff like that, they think that's standard. But that wasn't standard for me until about a month ago because it wasn't part of my non-negotiables. I wasn't prepping. I wasn't dieting. Like, for me, one of my non-negotiables then was me, I'm going to choose a healthy option if I go out. I'm not going to have burger chips dessert starters main da, 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 da. i'm just going to have a healthy option but now one of my non-negotiables is that if for example one of my friends asks me out on a on a day not a date a day um and say right do you want to come nando's on this day or do you want to go cinema? or do you want to do this or do you want to do that like i'll go yeah no problem but i'll let them know as well but i'll bring my own food with me because i'm on i'm, I'm on a diet so that's one of my non-negotiables One of my non-negotiables as well is, is to write a gratitude list every day. So every single day I write a gratitude list. Five things that I'm grateful for. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm grateful for earning X amount of money. I'm grateful for this. Like a lot of the time it is, I'm grateful to wake up today. I'm grateful to have good friends around me. I'm grateful to have a job that I love. I'm grateful for things that we take for granted. Okay. So one of the things that I do every single day is write a gratitude list. And that is done in the morning. And the reason that I do it in the morning is because it sets me up then to be grateful then through the day. So alongside the fact that I've got these non-negotiables, I've got my flag in the ground, I've got my why, I've now got some things to be grateful for. So we all wake up on days where we're like, fuck this. I can't really can't be bothered to do this. Like I really, you know, and, and we'll wake up and we'll fucking just hate the world. Like we just, we, we all have days like that, okay? But waking up and doing one of the first things that you do is to write a gratitude list makes you feel incredibly grateful for the things that you actually have. And you start thinking of the things that you have rather than what you don't have. I'm grateful to have friends around me. I'm grateful to have a job that I love. I'm grateful just to be be able to wake up today. I'm grateful to be healthy. I'm grateful to be able to walk. I'm grateful to be able to write. I'm grateful to be able to talk. Because there are millions and millions and millions of people in the world who don't have those things, who aren't able to, you know, walk, who aren't able to physically communicate and speak to you who aren't able to have good friends around them so just writing five things every single day that you're grateful for will make a massive difference in your life and as I said I always do it first thing in the morning because when I do it first thing in the morning it sets me up for a really really grateful day and even if I'm having a shit day I still remember the things that I've done in the morning I was like you know what I'm grateful for x and I'm grateful for y and you know what, I'm, I'm here doing a job that I love and I'm around people that I really enjoy being around. Even if you've got a job that you fucking hate, at least you've got a job again as well. Be grateful for that. Try and think of things in a positive manner as well and put that down on your, on your gratitude list every single day. So that's one of, my, one of my non-negotiables is I write a gratitude list every single day. I set five non-negotiables, okay? So I don't set like a, a big list of non-negotiables. I just set five non-negotiables and at the end of the week, I reassess them. And the reason that I reassess them is because, for example, like at the moment, following my diet is now a habit. It's a complete habit. Like I can take that off at the end of the week. I'm not going to keep that on for two or three months because although I, I now I know it's a non-negotiable, if that makes sense. So I can move that off of my list and put something in there which I'm not particularly good at at the moment. So, for example, um, I, like I'm struggling to think off the top of my head, but maybe next week, for example, because again, a couple of weeks ago, like doing my cardio was on the on the non-negotiable list because I was – Just saying, oh, I'll just do steps instead. And now obviously prep speeding up a little bit. I'm like, you you know what? I have to do that. But I did that for two weeks consistently. It came off my list. The diet, I've been doing it for three or four weeks consistently. It can come off my list and be replaced by something else. So for example, like at the minute, I'm not particularly good at listening to podcasts because I'm not driving much at the moment. So maybe on my list, I'm just giving you an example. When my follow the diet gets removed off because it's already become habitual, I'm going then to put in maybe listen to a podcast. So you can see how, how, for example, your non-negotiables will change every week. Uh, but only, only remove them once you've mastered them is, is another thing that we do. Prioritize as well. So I always prioritize my most meaningful tasks first, okay? And that's how I prioritize. But what I also prioritize is what comes first if things get messed up. And this is uh, a, like, uh, this was something that I had great difficulty sort of doing because i wanted to always satisfy other people like a four or five years ago if for example like it was either business or the girl that i was seeing i would then put the girl that i was seeing above business and people might and and for somebody that that might be fine but it wasn't fine for me because it wasn't allowing me to fulfill my potential in terms of business and, and personal development so i then had to say to that person you know what like when you call and when you're when you're having problems like i can't come and do this if there's a business task that i need to do and obviously that didn't sit very well with that person of course um so like that but that was my priorities at the time like you have to prioritize certain things because there will always be again a spanner thrown in the works but when a spanner is thrown in the works and you've not hit your top priority for the day you need to go and do that first for example again as well if you're trying to create a uh, a big online coaching business. And one of your mates says, mate, do you want to come out on Friday night? And you think, fuck, I've got all my check-ins on Saturday morning. And you say yes, because you're trying to please that person. You're not going to be moving your business forward in the right direction because you'll have a late night, your check-ins will be a little bit late and so on and so forth. You might get wasted and then your check-in replies are poor and so on and so forth. So you have to set yourself a priority list as well. And for me at the moment, business comes first bodybuilding comes second and third in that is is a relationship so that that's just the way i am okay that's just the way i am and i always made that very clear with the the person that i'm with um because my business will come first because i want to create a business again one of my biggest goals was to help my dad retire i've been able to do that so business will always come first then bodybuilding comes second at the moment and then relationships come third and that's not right or wrong but you have to know your priorities because if you don't know your priorities then something which is like fourth or fifth on the radar will come up and you'll forget about priority one and two. So hopefully that makes sense as to why it's important to set priorities because things will always come up. But if you've not hit priority one and two, then priority six doesn't get done. If priority six is screaming at you, do this, do this, do this, do this, and you're like, no, you know what? I've not done one and two. I'll, I'll address that, but I'll do it later. But if we haven't got that priorities set out, priority six is screaming up, let's do this, do this, do this. And we then all of a sudden put that to priority one where it shouldn't be. So hopefully you understand the fact about why we need as well a priority list as well. And that's always, you don't have to physically write that down, but it's important for you to know what your priorities are and where they lie. Okay. And then just set your time out again, accordingly for that. Um, another thing to understand, okay, this is, this is something which is sort of obvious, but it's, it's sort of played down a little bit nowadays in, in society, okay? Is that it never fucking comes easy. Whatever that goal is, whatever you've put that flag in the ground for, it never fucking comes easy. Like people make out these days that are, you know, just just keep going and just keep following your dreams and da 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 like like that's fucking easy. Like that's not fucking easy. Like it will never ever ever come easy. And the, the next point will will relate into this is that you're going to foul. Like you're going to foul a few times before you actually get to that destination. If it's a really big task, for example. If it's a really big goal you set, then you're going to foul. I don't know anyone, and I mean no one, and I know some pretty successful people who have been able to go out and achieve their goal first time. No problem, bang. It's easy for me. First time I've done it. I know people who have fouled 10, 15, 20 times a business and then gone gone out and then created a million pound business. I, I genuinely know people like that who have tried six, seven, eight, nine, 10 different things, they've all fucked up. But what they've done each time is they've learned a little lesson. And then eventually they've gone out and achieved their goal. Again, I know people who, for example, who have, again, let's use bodybuilding as an example, because most of us will relate to bodybuilding, who have gone out and tried to get their pro card 10 times and it's not happened. And then they go out and get it. Like, for example, Hader who won his card the weekend, it was his 13th attempt, 1-3, at the card. That's that's incredible. Like that's incredible to keep going that much and then to finally get it. Like that's that's fantastic. That's that's that is shows that something worth getting just isn't easy. And again, I will have people who say, Oh, I'm gonna win the pro car at my first attempt. You're probably not going to. That's fine, but understand that it's part and parcel of the process, okay? It will take you lots and lots of times to go out and achieve that goal. And as I said, you will foul many times along the way, but that's fine. Because it's, it's knowing that understanding that's part of the process. Knowing that failing is part of success is really, really important. Because when we do foul, sometimes the weak-minded people will throw in the towel. Oh, i fucking lost. I fouled. I've fouled. Been, I've been beat. It's not for me. It's, it's not suited to me. Da, 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 da. They don't understand that that's actually part of the process. It's actually part of the success. And it makes success so much sweeter. It makes success so much sweeter. The first gym that I had, okay, the first gym that I had, wasn't a massive success. Like it really wasn't. It barely broke even. It fucking chewed into my budget massively. But what I did with that gym is I made, I learned so much. And then the next gym I did, we got 800 members. The next gym I'm I'm doing now in Herne Bay, that will get a thousand members. So what I'm doing each time is I'm trying to learn along the way. And in essence, I, I probably failed at that first gym. It didn't make any money. It was a business. It didn't make any money. One of the main objectives of a business is to make money. It didn't make any money. So people were, therefore could argue that I fouled at that first gym. But if I was just to throw in the towel after that first gym, then I would never have the second gym or the third gym. Or for example, the first person I prepped, if they didn't win, I'd be like, oh, fucking shit at this. Like imagine that happened. You'd end up throwing in the towel with everything. So it's important to understand that along the way and creating a strong mindset, there will be days, weeks, months, events that you foul and that you don't win and that you don't stand out, and that you don't achieve your goals, but you have to understand that's part and parcel of the process. It's part and parcel of what's going to make you a better athlete, person, partner, whatever you're doing, okay? Businessman, businesswoman, whatever you're doing, okay? You're going to foul lots and lots of times over, but you need to pick yourself back up. You need to pick yourself back up over and over and over. Many people don't know this, and I'm not not advocating the person at all, but Donald Trump, for example, Went bankrupt twice. He's been bankrupt twice. He's been bankrupt twice, and now he's worth hundreds of millions of pounds. But he was bankrupt twice. So people again don't know that. They don't realize. Oh shit! You know what? One of the most successful businessmen in the world actually fouled twice, and then on the, you know, when he when he built his fortune back up, he obviously made into millions and millions of pounds or dollars, whatever you want to look at it. But there, there are there are loads and loads of Stories like that, for example, what, like one of the most famous bodybuilders in the world, Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman took four Mr. Olympias, I believe, to earn Mr. Olympia. In his first Mr. Olympia, he came last, dead last, 16th. If you don't know about bodybuilding or you don't know about the Mr. Olympia, they don't actually mark after 15th. Everyone else gets 16th. And he got 16th. And then he got 9th. And then I believe he got like, uh, maybe he might have got 12th actually between last and ninth. Um, and then he got a 12, then he got a ninth. And then he got an, another place, in and, and then he won. Imagine, again, at the end of that first Mr. Olympia, he said, well, you know what, I'm last. Now, oh, fuck this, it's not really for me. Then he, he would, we would never hear of the great Ronnie Coleman. You know, so there are many, many, many stories like that in life and in business. Um, again, if you look at, for, for those people who, who know who Levi Roots is, the guy who sells the, like, the spicy sauces, like fouled so many times, um I, I believe he actually went on dragon's den and, and got told no we, we don't want your product um again like it fa- failure is part and parcel of success you have to understand that in life you're going to foul many many times and it's not going to be easy and again if we can put that and fine tune it into our minds we will become stronger we will eventually say well you know what we've fouled six times let's get it again let's get it, let's go and do it again okay you have to understand that as well. And one of the last things that i have put here, okay, as well, is we have to assess and reassess every single day. And we have to ask ourselves a question is, did we do everything that we can do today? And if we didn't, we need to correct that for tomorrow. And if we didn't do it tomorrow, we need to correct it for the next day. So we need to reassess not only, like I said to you, on the non-negotiables list every week, We need to be able to look at ourselves in the mirror every day and say, did we give absolutely everything? And be honest with yourself when you do that, you know? Because if you lie to yourself, you're going to go around in circles and you're going to get nowhere. Be honest with yourself. When, for example, you assess your day, which I do every single day. And again, I know a lot of successful people do every day. They will look themselves in the mirror, they will write a diary, they will do something that analyzes their day. And they're always honest with themselves. Yeah, you know what, I won this part of the day, but, I could have been better on that part of the day. And I'm going to give you a prime example, okay, of how that works. Okay, so today, for example, I had to drop somebody to the airport first thing in the morning, and I had to leave my house at half past six. I forgot to communicate that with my clients. So, for example, rather than me give them a sort of like, normally i reply to them in like an hour maximum, I didn't reply to them until like sort of 12 o'clock, and a lot of them were checking at eight o'clock, maybe even maybe one or two o'clock, I didn't reply to them. So that would be a failing on my part for today. I should have just communicated with those clients who checked in and say, hey, I'm just to let you know, like, I am going to be responding to you about two o'clock rather than eight o'clock in the morning, just because I've got to drop somebody to the airport, because the airport is a two hour drive for me. And by the time I get there, get back, it's going to be a little bit later. Um, Is that okay? Of course, they're going to say, yeah, that's fine. You know, I mean, it's a one off, but that that would be my failing from today. And you might think of that and think, that's not really a failing, is it? Well, it, it's, not, it's, it's a failing because I know it's something that I can do better. And if I know I can do that better then tomorrow, if, for example, or the next time that happens, I'll do it better. And I'll always assess my day like that. I'll always assess my day like that. I'll assess my interactions with people, for example. So I know that sometimes, like, in the ne- I know in the next few weeks when I'm dieting a little bit harder, I'm probably going to be a bit short with people because that's what happens when you diet, yeah? I don't know why, just lack of food. Um, you just get a bit short with people. I know, for example, that I need to take a step back there. If I am short with somebody, what I will do is I'll be short with them. I'll take two minutes and I'll go back and say to that person, sorry, I was short with you there. Like apologies for that. Um, it won't happen again. And I'll just make sure it doesn't happen again. So I'm always reassessing what I'm doing every single day and making sure that I try then not to make those mistakes again. There will be, of course, some mistakes, for example, being short on a diet that will happen again. That will happen again for sure, no doubt. But again, I'm just trying to rectify and make sure that I'm conscious of the failings of that day. And again, when I go back and assess today, one of my failings of today is going to be that I just didn't drop that the guys and girls a message. There's only 10 people who checked in on a Thursday. You know, I could drop them a message and say, hey, just to let you know, I'm going to be a little bit delayed in your response. Or can you check in before 6.30 um, just so I can get back to you straight away? That's, that's one of my failings of today. So I know along the way that I need to be reassessing every single day what I'm doing, make sure I'm keeping a diary and then make sure that I'm improving upon I'm doing every day and again that sounds like a lot of work and it is a lot of work but it's something that if you want to be excellent at something that you'll do if you want to be mediocre then you won't do it like that is generally like the the nuts and bolts of it like if you want to be mediocre you won't set non-negotiables you won't prioritize you won't set a goal you won't then understand your why because again how many people do we know and we'll know loads of people like this that just plod through life that just plod through you know I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, my parents were one of them. My mum my and my dad were one of the people who were satisfied at Mediocre. But because I grew up in Mediocre, like, we were never financially poor, but we were never financially rich either. We never had a big house, but we never had a small house either. We went on one holiday a year. Like, we done all the things that sort of average and mediocre things people would do. And I've had a chat with my dad about this loads of times, okay? And I always said to him, was you happy with that? And he was like, yeah, I was happy with that. So as long as you're happy, then that's okay. But most people will not be happy with mediocre, and he knows that I like. He knows that I think that's mediocre, and he's like, you know what, you you shouldn't be mediocre because you have a mindset of setting a routine, doing non-negotiables, da 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 da. da. But then, therefore, I'm not going to be mediocre. And again, I've had it like I've had an open discussion like with my dad about that, like about. What, what I believe to be a, 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 like a mediocre household and how I grew up in like a mediocre household. Um, and, and he doesn't disagree whatsoever. He's actually, yeah, you know what? Like there were people around us who were doing better, but we didn't really want to do that. We didn't really want to put the effort in. We, we didn't, we, like him and my mum, for example, didn't really want to do extra hours at work. They didn't really want to do other than that. They still grafted, you know what I mean? They still grafted, but they just had a mediocre life. And when I speak to him about doing things like setting priorities, he's never done them. Setting non-negotiables never done them. And that's why they lived a mediocre life. So if you want to be mediocre and, and you're happy with that, that's absolutely fine. As long as you're happy with it, that's fine. But if you're not happy with it and you want to start progressing and excelling in certain areas of life, then you have to do things like set goals, put a flag in the ground and understand why it's important for you to hit that flag. Set non-negotiables, set priorities, understand there will be days where you foul. You, there will be days and weeks where you foul Hopefully there's not months where you fail because that's a long period of time. But there will be days and weeks that you don't win. And what if you don't win a week, that means you lost four days out of seven. That's a loss, yeah? If you win the week, that means you won four days out of seven because you won more than you lost, so you win. Um, so understand that there will be days you lose, there will be weeks you lose. Hopefully there's not months you lose, but there will be some days and weeks where you lose for sure. And what I would do and what I always think is very, very important to do is assess the day. Assess each day. What could I have done better? How could I have been better? What can I do to improve? And then what will I not do again? Those are the questions that I ask myself, okay? There are some, some book recommendations that I would recommend. Um, so uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins is, all, is a really good book. It's a really, really good book. Um, uh, the one I'm reading at the moment, which is called The Code by Jacko Willick, is really, really good. Relentless by Tim Grover is also really, really good. Tim Grover's got a new book called Winning, which again is is a fantastic book. I'm only about halfway through that book, but it, it is fucking awesome um, and, and completely just talks about mindset. It's really, really good. Those are the, the four books that I recommend. If you read all four of those or you've read all four of those um, and you want another recommendation, then message me and I'll give you another recommendation. But off the top of my head, those are four books that I would say that anybody who wants to excel in life should read. Those four books are are fantastic. And it all talks about mindset and habits and how you should go about your life and your day and so on and so forth. Cool. So that's half an hour that I've rambled on for. That's enough from me. Does anybody have any, any questions, any queries or anything like that? Obviously, all your mics are muted. So if you do have any questions or queries, then you just have to unmute your mic. It's fine not to have any questions. I know I'm a good deliverer. I'm joking. Cool. All good. All right, then, guys. Well, thanks ever so much for your time. Like I said, Catherine will send out a link for you to download this webinar. Um, so if you want to re-listen to it, then the the, the, the link will be live on Monday, uh, and then you can then just download it then from Monday uh, and then re-watch it. But As I said, as a recap, you know, one of the things that you should always do first and foremost is set a goal, put a flag in the ground and understand your why, okay? Get your why down, written down on paper, and then you can always then work towards your why. Set non-negotiables, okay? Set five non-negotiables that you will never deviate from ever, okay? And then reassess them every week because once they become habitual, move them off and put something else on there which is non-negotiable know your priorities okay because what we don't want to do is when priority six starts singing and dancing that we put priority six at priority one okay because that happens a lot that happens all the time okay we have priorities one and two we won't cheat on our diet we will not miss a training session our, our friends are at priority six they're saying come out come out come out come out and you're like oh shit. okay yeah, i'll give up and you fuck priority one and two off that happens all the time okay but if you know your priorities and you set them down on their list you say you know what one and two, they're not going to get taken care of if I start looking at priority six now so understand and know your priorities and put them in a list understand that you will foul there'll be days and weeks that you foul okay get back up dust yourself off and go again okay work hard at going again and the last point okay is reassess daily okay so reassess daily about your performance of that day did you was it good was it bad was it indifferent what are the areas that you can improve upon okay if you can do that, okay, and you can be consistent with that for six months, like people might say, fucking six months, six months fly by. It's fucking Christmas next month. Trust me, six months will fly by. It wasn't that long ago what we were out in the summer. And now, we went not that long ago we were in lockdown. And that was at the beginning of the year. Um, so yeah, think about that. Think about how quick this year has gone. And if you can be that consistent, trust me, for six months, You'll surpass people who are six, seven years ahead of you. Trust me on that, okay? I'm only 33. I say that. I am quite old. I'm only 33, okay? When I was in my 30s, I was e- eclipsing guys who were in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, okay? That They'd been doing things far longer than what I had done. But because I was consistent in those things, I was surpassing them tenfold because I was super, super consistent. And as I said, if you can be uber consistent in doing those kind of things for the next six months... You will accelerate your progress by six years. Trust me on that, okay? Cool. Awesome. So I'll get Catherine to send the link out to the webinar. If anyone's got any questions or queries, please feel free to message Catherine uh, and then we'll go from there. Awesome. Take care, guys. See you later.